everybody and welcome back to another episode of the fairly said podcast before we get into the topic for this week i just want to make notes of some changes that are going to be occurring so i recently just started back school to get my degree in psychology with the concentration of mental health and on top of me already working a full-time job on top of me you know doing the podcast and the recording i now add school on top of that so i don't want to make it to where i'm rushing through recording these episodes i don't want to give you guys low quality episodes so from this day forward the episodes are going to be posted every wednesday instead of every monday because i feel like I will still have the same time frame to record and edit in a timely manner that I used to before I did start this school term. So I hope you all can understand that. And I hope to still see you listening to the podcast. And I hope that you all still continue to like the episodes that I put out, the topics that I discuss, and things of that sort. So with that being said, we're going to get into today's topic, which is going to be dating yourself. So relationships of course, are a thing. Everyone may not have always had a good one, but we've all experienced a relationship at one point in our lives, you know? Sometimes our relationships are filled with happiness, love, care. You know, we are involved with a partner that is very nurturing to us, to our needs. They're considerate to our feelings, and sometimes our partners, lovers, or whatever you refer to yours as, some of them truly go beyond and above to make sure that we're being taken care of, to make sure that we're experiencing a healthy love and we're giving them back that same energy. Now, some other relationships can be toxic as we spoke on in the first episode. You know, sometimes we don't even realize how toxic a relationship or a situation is until we get out of that relationship and we actually have that downtime to sit back and allow ourselves to reflect on that relationship or that situation that we were in for months or years at a time. Sometimes we may not get that opportunity to really realize that or evaluate that especially if we aren't giving ourselves the time to fully heal in the sense of, you know, we're always jumping from relationship to relationship and we're not really having a few months at least to just sit and truly process and heal or try to move on from what actually just happened in our previous relationship before we jump into a new one or we begin a new relationship immediately. In some cases, there's people who may have been in several relationships for a short period of time, or they may have been in longer relationships, you know, years at a time with fewer people. I myself in this case have had probably two quote unquote real relationships. I thought they were real. My first relationship came when I was straight in eighth grade. I know I was young. Don't judge me. We were together for a year and a half. My next relationship came when I was a sophomore, like right in the middle of sophomore year. And that lasted for about five and a half years on and off. Now, as I stated in the first episode, the relationship was toxic. And at that moment, while I was in that relationship, I couldn't necessarily see the relationship for what it really was. I couldn't and I didn't want to believe that it was toxic. There were bad arguments, and I'm not going to get into that again because I explained it already. But basically, during those arguments and the fights that we had, it would make me feel like I wasn't worthy of love or like I wasn't lovable. Like I wasn't worthy of receiving a healthy love. 
But as I had the time to really sit and reflect on both of my relationships that I've been in, you know, I honestly learned that it wasn't necessarily me that was unlovable. At the time, the people that I was involved with was, in my opinion, truly wasn't ready to receive the type of love that I gave. Now, you may ask, you know, well, how does that make sense or how wasn't they ready? And honestly, both of my relationships were trauma bond relationships without me even really realizing and acknowledging that they were trauma bonds because I simply tried to justify the person and what they were doing within that relationship just for the sake of me wanting to keep and save that relationship with that person. And in these relationships, you know, I would meet these people and we would talk about our previous relationships you know, stating what our previous exes did to us in the relationship, what went wrong in the relationship, which I've honestly learned my lesson that you don't need to be telling your new partner or your new person, whoever you're trying to pursue, I guess that's the word. You shouldn't be telling them what your ex did or what your past partner has done to you, especially detail for detail for detail. You don't got to tell them all of that. It'll literally come back and bite you in the ass. Now, it may be okay to like, touch slightly on the surface on that conversation of what I guess in general went wrong so y'all can know like okay we're gonna be like cautious of this or that within our bond or our relationship but for me when I would speak about it you know all that would happen was the same exact thing verbatim but I would try to justify it and think that you know these things would happen because of me at the time So if already this relationship is being built off of us thinking we have these things in common simply because of the trauma we've been through, I can already see that like, you know, the love that you've gotten from your relationship, your past relationships, I can see how you were treated in your past relationships or by people who you would put your trust into, you know, me being the person that I am, I would use that as a challenge, which is stupid. (laughs) Yes, I know. To really show this person that I see potential for them in a sense that they can have a healthy love and they can feel a healthy love and feel, you know, appreciated, feel cared for and all that stuff. And they will receive that from me. So it wasn't me necessarily doing anything when it came to the kind of love, care and nurture that I would give someone. I think it was just more so they never felt or experienced a love like that. And it be like genuine coming from that person because when I did you know pour out my love and all of that you know they would push me away they would act out and just find you know something so small and simple to make things go back to chaos because that's really all both of us ever knew when it came to relationships you know so I get it I really do get that it makes sense now it makes a lot of sense but at the time when I was in those relationships I never saw it like that and I truly thought that I was doing something wrong. I thought everything was my fault, which is why I would defend my former person to my family and my friends because it's like, no, they're not that bad or they're not doing this for me or they're not treating me bad, anything like that. I would defend them real hard. And if he was to ask my friends or my sister, they would tell you they were literally tired of me trying to defend this person or these people because it's like they could see it before I could but I didn't see it as being toxic or anything of that but because of that I would feel bad in a way for how I loved people for a long time and I really didn't know that especially 
when I would have people tell me all the time that it wasn't me, it was just that they wasn't used to something like that. I don't know. It just felt like it was them lying to me to protect me from what they really wanted to say. But then it was like when they would treat me good, it wasn't a lie, if that makes sense. Like they're saying that, okay, it's not you, it's me. And I feel like they're lying to me when they say that. But when they treat me good on like our good days, it's me thinking, well, okay, maybe it isn't me. And they're, they are being honest to me, but why can't I let this person go? It came to a point where I would wonder and think, and still to this day, I think this sometimes, like maybe in this lifetime, it wasn't made for me to really have love or was it made for me to have that love in a romantic way? And I try not to think like that because I don't want to put that into the air. But sometimes I can't help but to think like that because nowadays it's really hard to find someone with the same goals as you, same mindset as you, if not better. And you both genuinely connect and vibe. And, you know, it's just no foolishness. It's like nowadays people just really be on childish games and nothing pisses me off more than when adults act like children. But that's a topic for a whole nother day. <laughs> so we're just going to leave that where that's at. But I don't like to think or feel like if love isn't a part of my plan for this lifetime because, you know, I'm still young. I still have life to live. I still have life to experience. But the relationships that I was in for all those years happened when I was still young, still in middle school, still in high school. And they like ended in my early years of college. So I haven't really had the time to learn myself, know myself, see what I want to do, you know, see what I like to do, where I want to go. I haven't had time to just date myself and cater to myself because I was always catering to my partner. So I really made the decision to just date myself, you know, allow myself to feel my true feelings, my true emotions and not feel bad for doing so. Allow myself to express my emotions when needed without having to necessarily hold them in or being felt like I'm not being taken serious when I express them. I can hold myself accountable for all of that now. I can allow myself to learn what I really like, to learn what makes me happy and learn what I could and can do to truly cater to my needs and my wants, you know? You can even date yourself in a relationship by just making sure that you have your own solo time with yourself. But at that time, when I was in my relationships, I, again, didn't think to do this for myself. Why? I don't know. I don't want to say that it was me being young and dumb, but in all honesty, it probably was. I would care about the feelings of my partner so much that I wouldn't even pay attention to my own feelings. But that's okay because when I got to the point in my life where I'm at now, I learned that I really did neglect myself a lot while in my relationships, plus how long I was in them, plus how toxic they were. On top of me being as young as I was, I was a teen. I'm just going to say that. I'm not saying that I was like really, really, really young, but I was still young. I was like just more so at the age where I really shouldn't have even been worried about somebody else romantically because I still have my own life to live. I still had things to figure out by myself, still have fun and not be so serious and settled at the age that I was. But that's why I did make that decision to just ultimately be by myself until I feel like I was ready to be emotionally available again to someone else without neglecting myself ever again. Now, don't get me wrong. Sometimes, as I stated before, I would think that love isn't for me because, you know, when I do sometimes have my moments here and there where I talk to people or I would, you know, meet somebody 
I would notice that I'm more picky than I was before. And that is definitely okay too. It's okay to have standards. It's okay to be picky because you don't just want to date literally anyone. But I think with me being more picky, it honestly caused a disconnection with me and people in general. Because since I knew that if I took all of this quote unquote fantasy talk or fairy tale talk away and get to the real nitty gritty with people and like the goals of what we truly want to do in our life or what we want to build towards stuff like that the goals that people have for themselves when you take that away i don't want to sound rude when i say this but when you take that away nobody really has substance i don't want to be rude but that's the case so i had to just really think to myself like yeah i need a break from everybody romantically and maybe in general because it's not given what it's supposed to be given and it was a little weird at first because i guess you could say i was used to having somebody in my corner for a long time but to just be by myself to have my own thoughts and to just have my own feelings to worry about to do what i wanted to do you know say what i wanted to say it felt different at first but when i say it's been amazing it has been so amazing i've gotten back into doing you know all these things that i used to do like i used to paint for fun i got back into that i got back into reading books because when i was younger my older sister would get me into reading books and all these things because she would read a lot of books and it was like well dang the books looked fun so so i would start reading books but then after a few years i stopped but you know I take myself to my favorite stores, I spoil myself, I treat myself, things like that. And while I do these things or while my time is invested into all these activities that I'm doing, I don't have to think in the back of my head that I still have to deal with my partner and mentally preparing for drama over, you know, me not responding quick enough to a text or me not giving them the attention that they want at that time while my attention is invested into doing what I'm working on at the moment. Dating myself is literally just me dedicating my time to myself, dedicating my energy, my money to myself, being intentional with myself, and just dedicating a lot of things to myself, really. You know, taking care of myself essentially is what it is. I've been giving myself the care and the nurture that how I feel as if I haven't received it from others romantically. You know, while I do small things for myself and by myself, it opens up a door to my inner child and allows me to actually heal my inner child while actually letting my inner child have her moment to do the things that she wants to do or she used to do. I'm building a healthier connection and relationship with myself by me dating myself and by me taking this time that I have to myself seriously and only using this time to not beat myself up over the mistakes that I've made in these relationships or in life itself. I'm able to, you know, be more free while still holding myself accountable for my mistakes, for holding myself accountable for things that I may do wrong within this time that I'm in right now without making myself feel like a horrible person or without making myself feeling like I'm unworthy of love or I'm unworthy of a healthy love romantically. A few things I have learned and I am still learning while in this process of getting to really know me, know the true me, dating myself, whatever you want to call it, <laughs> and truly catering to myself is how to love myself more and not, in a sense, feel that the love from other people 
means more than the love that I give to myself. I'm treating myself as I would treat my partner. I'm giving myself grace. I'm allowing myself to mess up. But once I get in the mood of where, okay, I'm cooled off from this situation. I'm cooled off from being upset. You know, I really think of the situation and I think about what I could have done better and what I will do better next time, especially if I am presented that same situation with a partner in my life. This is me doing this for whenever I have a situation that occurs between me and another individual. You know, I learned more of my weaknesses. I learned more of what really ticks me off and how quickly those things can get me heated. I'm learning ways to work through that irritation without boiling up without, you know, blowing up. I'm learning more of what I consider to be flawed about myself and how I can work on it and how can I be more comfortable with these things, you know? I'm just honestly paying attention to myself. Like I'm paying more attention to myself, just really observing certain things, certain moods, certain situations, how I react to them, what I do in certain situations, how I react to certain people, stuff like that. So I can know myself well enough that nobody can even try to tell me about myself or act as if they know me more than I know myself. And as I stated before, you know, I'm putting more time and I'm investing more time in myself. And now that I'm catering to myself, I no longer have to worry about giving myself and my time to just any and everybody. I can really pour back into myself without feeling like I'm doing something wrong for doing so or feeling like I'm not being an attentive girlfriend because... I'm giving myself the attention that I should be giving my partner, you know? One thing I've noticed as well since I've started taking the time to really focus on myself and treat myself is that I'm slowly stepping out of my comfort zone. You know, I'm wearing things that I would have never worn before. Nothing that's sexual or anything, but I'm allowing myself to not feel uncomfortable in clothing simply because they may hug a part of my body, you know, a little tight, a little snug. (laughs) you know, anything like that. Because you know me, you know that I really don't like to wear clothes that are super tight and fitted. If I do wear like something that's tight and fitted, like maybe some shorts, I try to have like a big shirt so I could cover the butt area. It's just certain things when it comes to clothes. It's like, I don't want too much eyes on me. I don't want too much attention. Like I don't want that. But yeah, even when it comes to dresses and skirts, I'm starting to step out my comfort zone and wear those a lot more because I would never wear them. Maybe when I was younger because I had no choice because I wasn't dressing myself. But <laughs> but now that I am dressing myself, of course, I'm actually wanting to buy more dresses and skirts, you know? I'm not really caring too much on what others may say or think in regards to me, but I feel like this is also something that I am working on because since I've cared, you know, for years, not even just in a relationship, but in general, something like that's going to take some time to just fully let go. But if you was to ask me today, I'd honestly probably be at maybe an 85% of not caring about what others say. And the fact that I say that, it does make sense on why people may think that I'm nonchalant because if you was to ask anybody, if they was to tell me something pertaining to what another person said in regards to me, I would literally just look at them and say, I don't care. And I think that I just gotten over it for most of the part of just caring so much about what others say about me or what they think about me. So that's that. But I'm so serious when I say that. I've started to actually hang out and make close friends with people, a few close friends, because I don't just 
be friends with anybody. You know, I've been doing and trying new things. I've been expanding myself in the sense of, again, getting out of my comfort zone. You know, you got to do some things in your life to spice up your life, make your life fun and worth living. Because if not, and if you're trying to date yourself or you're trying to tell yourself, if you're not at least trying to add a few things in your life to make it fun and worthwhile, you're just going to have a sad, lonely life because you aren't trying to necessarily put yourself out there. And if you start to feel lonely again, then you may go back into a relationship either with your old toxic person or just a new person in general because you will start to feel like you need a person to make you happy. You need a relationship to make you happy in your life. You need this person to be more fun in your life or anything of that point. But you really don't need a person to make you happy. You don't need a relationship to make you happy. You know, take this time to focus on you. Take this time to love yourself. This is really your time to grow into the most genuine and authentic person that you were before all these things in life occurred and happened to change your mind and change how you view things. Another thing that I'm sure many people can attest to this while dating themselves is that it's truly fun. Like, it is fun. (laughs) I can actually be selfish with my time. You know, I could be selfish with my energy, all of that. And I know that it may seem mean or anything to say selfish, but After years of pouring into others' cups and, you know, not getting the bare minimum in return, it's definitely my time to be selfish without being an ass. I can do things by myself without having to think of anybody else, without having to, you know, think if they want to come along for the plans that I have or not. If I want to go to the bookstore and be in that bookstore for like maybe an hour and a half, I want to do that without having somebody complain about it. So I can do that and not worry about anybody complaining. If I want to go to Ulta and be in there for a good amount of time because I actually want to look at all the products and actually pick up things, smell things, you know, see what they do. I don't want to hear anybody complaining about that. I can do that now. I'm not having to compromise when it comes to me doing something that I really want to do. And now compromising is good. And by all means, when that time comes, then I'll do what I need to do. I'll do what needs to be done. But at this point in my life, I'm catering to myself. I don't have to compromise on where I want to go. I don't have to compromise on what I want to do. And then I don't have to feel like, I guess, having to rush myself while doing my activities because of the simple fact my partner wants to leave. I don't have to do that. I could just take my time, do what I want to. Now, when my future partner comes, then of course, we'll cross that bridge when it gets there. And of course, I'll compromise because I would want the same for me. The biggest thing I've learned and can really appreciate within me dating myself is that it's helping me build better connections with people. Like by me working through my baggage, by me working through my problems, through my issues or my trauma, it's a word from these past relationships with me healing this, taking notes on what makes me feel this way, what makes me feel that way, what makes me feel irritated, what my pressure points are, you know, stuff like that. I know what I can do or how to respond when I'm approached with them. 
as I'm learning myself more and getting to know myself more, the real person that I am, the real person that I was created to be, knowing what I like, knowing what I don't like, you know, knowing how my mind operates and just knowing what I won't tolerate from anybody. Whenever I do meet somebody or become friends with someone, I know that, okay, once I see that a single thing that I observe isn't how I would operate or something that I'm comfortable with, you know, I would remove myself, but explain politely why. Or I'll try to get, you know, more in depth on that thing to see if it's actually something that I really want to get myself involved with or acquainted with before I allow myself to just be removed. I'm letting myself heal from all of this chaotic stuff. So why should I, you know, go back and put myself through something that's chaotic or keep myself with people that are doing chaotic things or doing things that will just be chaotic in general when I'm trying to remove that from my life? You know, I'm the one that's responsible for my happiness. I don't have to have anybody or I don't need to depend on nobody else to give me the happiness I crave. I'm getting confidence within myself. So when I do meet someone, you know, we both know ourselves and we aren't allowing insecurities to possibly mess up a good thing. I can be my authentic self. All in all, you know, I'm truly finding myself. And the more I feel deeper parts of myself I can do, I can be more confident in a sense because I'm not hiding who I am for the sake of another person. Or will they view me as being weird? Is this too much? Is this too little? Like, I don't have to worry about that. I'm not setting myself up to get hurt by anyone anymore. Only I have control of what I allow to hurt me and what I can allow to not hurt me. Nobody can cheat on me. Nobody can say anything to hurt my feelings. Nobody can stand me up for no date. Nobody can, you know, forget important moments of our relationship or important moments within our life because I'm not tied down to anybody at this point. I'm not can't nobody but me make myself happy, honestly. I'm okay with being by myself right now. And I'm doing all of this because it makes it better for me. For my future, you know, I'm truly content with where I'm at right now in regards to, I guess, my relationship status. Like I said, I do have those thoughts, Well, maybe it's not for me, but don't let that fool you. I am perfectly fine with where I'm at right now in regards to a romantic love or a romantic relationship. I say all of this to say that your happiness, our happiness, it should not depend on somebody else. Whether we're in a relationship or not, it shouldn't contribute to necessarily our happiness, solely basing our happiness on if we're in a relationship or not, or if we're spending time with other people. Yes, it is nice to spend time with other people, but sometimes you got to learn how to be happy alone within your own company, within your own, you know, presence. We got to be the ones to take that role on and truly bring that love and happiness to ourselves and in our lives that we crave from others and that we give to others. You know, take time for yourself, whether you are in a relationship or whether if you're not, give yourself time to learn yourself or to relearn yourself. You know, don't give someone else all the power in regards to you being happy or content with your life or with the things going on in your life. You know yourself more than anybody will ever know yourself. You and God are the only ones. Don't give nobody else that power to try to belittle you or try to play you like if they know more about you than you know more about you. Shower yourself with gifts. Shower yourself with quality time, quiet time, things you like to do, all of that. I think that 
was truly the best thing I could have done for myself because I'm sure that if I didn't, then I'd be more stressed and I'd be more screw up. Let's be real. I'll be more crazy because I'm not taking that time to learn myself or cater to myself and I'm still trying to do X, Y, and Z for everybody else. It wouldn't have worked out in the long run. But seriously, like y'all should try it and see the difference because it will make a difference. You just got to be patient with yourself and not just think it's going to happen overnight because it's not. On that note, I want to thank y'all for listening to this week's episode. And the question that I do have for this week is, How do you show yourself self-care? How are you taking the time out to pour back into yourself? Let me know. I love y'all. I thank y'all for tuning in again. I thank y'all for understanding the changes that are going to be occurring from this episode moving forward. Posting days are going to be on Wednesday again. I thank y'all. I hope you have a positive remainder of the week. I hope the remainder of your week is safe positive filled with happiness peace and joy and i will see y'all next wednesday for episode six of the fairly set podcast bye